speaking from a curator perspective, right? Yep. If I'm bringing someone in as a featured artist, then I want to make sure that my audience is going to have an amazing experience mm -hmm. dealing with or listening to this particular artist. Got it. I know what this artist is going to bring. This artist is seasoned. This, this artist is a performance artist. Their material hits every time. They have a wide variety of material and yeah. they know how to connect. Yeah. Now, what I what we created was the spotlight artist position, right? Okay. So what that says is this. Okay, you've been here every week and I've heard this poem. 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 This is what I'm going to do for you. I need you to get four of your best pieces, put them together, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to spotlight. Now, what the spotlight does for us is it says to the artist this, I see your hunger. I see your desire. I see your willingness and eagerness to learn. Right. Mm -hmm. I see you're paying attention to every feature. I see you working on your craft. You're here every every week. I'm watching, and this has happened to me. So mm -hmm. I watch artists every week show up and grow and grow and grow. But they were too intimidated to go to another open mic. You see what I'm saying? That's why they're here honing in on their craft. But my job is to say, all right, man. I've been I've watched you for 20 weeks. I'm giving you a spotlight opportunity next month. Don't perform anymore this month. I need you to save your energy and save those pieces. So when the crowd that comes on your spotlight night, it'll be like their first time seeing you. This is what I need you to do for me for the next three weeks. Do not perform. You're a spotlight artist now. So on this Tuesday, when you come in, it's your time to shine. And I want you to get up there and give me everything you got. Mm -hmm. I don't want no excuses. I don't want no mistakes. I don't want no banter. All I want you to do is get up on that stage and tap in because this is called an opportunity. The Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way. Find a way. Hey, 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 I am Christoph Jenkins of The Poet Life and The Poet Life Podcast. And man, I'm excited this evening. I'm excited to have Mr. Luciano, Jeff Johnson, man. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate you as well. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Listen, folks, we've already been talking already, and I'm already excited because I had to cut our conversation uh pr prior to click and record short so we can get all of this light this information onto the podcast and uh we're starting man we're starting i wanted to ask you uh jeff i wanted to ask you mr luciano man there's so many ways we can take this you know mm -hmm. and i asked you uh if you could teach a master class uh based off your experiences right in the poetry industry and, and 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 what was your response to that? I know I know you can go many ways, but what was, what was your response to that? Uh, my my initial response was um, teaching a class on free writing. Mm -hmm. uh, free writing is is something that I'm sure we all do. You know, just writing down different thoughts and different ideas. 
what I do with free writing is I just write out an entire piece, right? So I just allow my pen to flow. I don't think about it. I don't worry about if it rhymes. I don't care about the cadence. I'm not looking to impress anybody. I'm just looking to write, right? And so at the end of it, I just put it out. I don't read it. I don't proofread it. I just throw it up, throw it on Facebook or send it out to a couple individuals and then allow them to give me their responses. And I accept it. So I think there's a certain freedom in just being able to write, not ridicule yourself, not worry about what it sounds or, or feels like. Just put it out and allow the audience to make their assumptions. Um, what I was able to do with that, me personally, I was able to just free write for over the course of maybe like eight years. And then after those eight years, I just rummaged back through Facebook and Instagram and pulled my free writes down and just turned them all into a book. You mm -hmm. dig? So after that book came out and I got it into the hands of uh, well over 200 people, they start hitting me, telling me like, you know, how um, how the book has changed their thinking, how the book has inspired them and different things like that. So that's when it got real to me. You know what I mean? That's when I'm like, OK, well, this is something that maybe other artists need to tap into. So if I had to teach a class on anything, it would be free writing. But my my sex suggestion that I've been thinking about is teaching a class on hosting, right? Mm. Because that's normally what I'm known for is for hosting. So I definitely want to teach a class on hosting, um, not hosting in the idea of um, becoming uh, the favorite host or the best host, but an idea of becoming a better host. You understand what I'm saying? Because oftentimes just because you're comfortable in the microphone does not mean you're a quality host. You understand what I'm saying? And most people won't tell you that. And just because you just because the crowd is full doesn't mean you're a quality host. The, the thing that makes you a quality host is being able to connect. Right. And being able to connect is a serious thing, because sometimes you got to be you got to play the background as the host in order to connect. And some people feel like if you're the host, you're supposed to be out front. So my ideal class will be a master class in teaching hosts to actually connect to the audience that's good that's mm -hmm. good okay all right all right that's good stuff where did you or when did you start writing uh when did i start i think i don't think i know my very first poem was probably um in the fifth grade and it was called uh a letter from father to son, which was ironic because I had never even had a conversation with my father at that point. You understand what I'm saying? So the 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 poem um, was just a conversation from the father towards the son as if the father was just giving the son some jewels. Right. Um, I didn't really understand the impact of it until my teacher, um, she entered into a contest and I actually won. You know what I mean? So the poem actually got published. Um, and made it inside this little, uh, this book, this comp, you know, compilation book that they put together for the school. Right. I think they might owe me some royalties. I might have to check that <laughs> in on that. <laughs> right. Right. But I would say fifth grade was my first time writing something where somebody actually praised it and told me I had a talent at it. That's about 10. Age that's 10? about, that's about uh fifth grade. Yeah. About 10, 11. Something like 10, 11. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got you. So that sparked something in you? Uh, no, actually, it made me feel terrible. <laughs> I know, right? Like we we be looking for these glowing answers, right? But that's not the truth. Say, say, say more about the feeling of, of well, because I mean, here I was being. I had to read that poem 
in the auditorium for you know the the class i mean excuse me the school um but it it, it was my first poem or excuse me the first anything that i had written that was to me it was a lie you know what i mean i was just reading and writing from a perspective and people kept praising that poem under the idea that oh wow a father talking to his son like that that's awesome and then people start giving my dad a lot of credit you know what i mean like you know you understand what i'm saying they were yeah. they were kind of like you know this guy taught this kid all of these things you know way to go congratulations and i'm sitting here like man i made i made all that up it was a imaginary you know I mean? correct but it was something that i needed to hear and it was something that i wanted to hear and when i think back on the piece um i really wish i still had it because when i think back on it to be so young and to not have really lived through that experience the way i captured it was impressive you that know was your mean? imagination it was well I, it was my imagination but i think it was even deeper than that because it was a longing like i've had right. conversations with my father prior to really having conversations with my father because i always wanted to be prepared to have these conversations you know what i mean so as a young man growing up you you know you're you're kind of practicing for the day your pops shows up so you can have you know some dialogue or something to say you dig what i'm saying so that's just how my mind was operating in that space but i would say um maybe around like seventh or eighth grade when i start writing poems for young ladies is mm. when it sparked oh that's when a spark happened you understand what i'm saying yeah yeah you know that's when i was like oh yeah i got to get my pen out you know because that's when um you know the young ladies were kind of digging you know the poetry and if you could write you you could stand alone on that so once i started finding that out then it was a no-brainer then i just started writing like you know i started getting into my love poems yeah. you know start getting into my erotic pieces I, you couldn't tell me nothing after that <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense man It's time to create an unforgettable experience at your next event with The Poet Life by booking a keynote poet. Poets excite your audience with motivating messages, charismatic delivery, colorful rhythm, powerful prose, and heart-filled stories with a style of spoken word that's tailored specifically to your event. The Poet Life has keynote poets in your city of all ages and backgrounds. Visit thepoetlife.com to learn more and book your poet today. I, I was writing uh, first grade, first grade, uh, similar to your story. Uh, our teacher actually gave us the assignment to create a poetry book, mm. like not just write one, but to create one as in the binding and everything. You right. know? And from there, I was like, yo, this is this is something else because I, I was. Uh, a self-proclaimed uh, introvert at mm. the time in that season, you know, and I wasn't doing a whole lot of talking about feelings and stuff like that. But when I when I got the opportunity opportunity to write, I was like, ah, like there was no judgment, you know. I didn't have to sit there and talk to somebody, you know, uh, and feel weird or awkward, you know. And so, so from there, man. I started to write, um, I don't know what my first one was, but I know, I think I shared it 
for one of the holidays or somebody's birthday or something like that. And from there, like I've been asked to write a poem for funerals, mm-hmm. weddings, all of that at a young age, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, it's just, it's so interesting how writing can, can, can like release and like save you from harboring so many feelings. See, now that's interesting that you say that because one, that's all facts. Yeah. Um, what, what's interesting, what happened to me was what I didn't understand is that writing could be graded, right? So when mm-hmm. I got into the spirit of writing, I was feeling good, but i never forget when I handed in a piece to my English teacher. And I mean, she went through that thing like with, with red, everything, it, it you know, was it was bleeding and it, and it, and it made me feel bad mm. because what I couldn't understand is how can you, um, rate or grade my emotions? Like, mm. you know, if I'm writing a poem about my mother or my father or anything, shouldn't you just read it? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, shouldn't you just read it instead of proofreading it? Yeah. Like, did you even like the line that you just crossed out? Did you read that line? That was a very personal line. Mm-hmm. So it, it made me back out of it. You know what I mean? It made me mm-hmm. kind of like say, all right, well, if that's how y'all want to act, I'm not giving y'all my writing anymore. Right, right. So that's why I push free writing so much because they put a lock on how I felt about my writing. Yeah. You know, when when you're correcting someone and telling them everything that they did wrong versus explaining to them what they did right and why you're correcting them, then it kind of puts them in. Well, for me, that's what it did for me. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm so passionate about people just getting the writing out. Don't worry about your capitals and your punctuation. That's why we have editors. You understand what I'm saying? Like we, you can send it to the editor and let them clean it up for you. But if we're sitting there trying to figure out how to make it perfect every time, mm-hmm. then you'll, you'll leave so much in, you won't get it out on the paper. You know yeah. So the, what's the cri- you know, what's the criteria for, grading someone's art like what would are you basing it off of past poems like dead poets like like you know so so this is what i this is what i've come to understand for myself and this is what i try to explain to artists right um the beauty of art is that it's subjective i can feel how i want to feel about it Mm -hmm. you may read something and get something out of it that i didn't get out of it you know, the artist who wrote or the art, the poet who wrote it may have wrote it to release something that we didn't get out of it. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? I don't think anybody should grade anybody's artistry. Now, mm. if you're entering into something like if, if you're entering into a writing competition and the writing competition rules are punctuation you know, uh, how it sounds, how it reads, then you have to understand what you're getting into. But mm-hmm. if I was somebody just saying, hey, I wrote this piece and I want to share it or I want to put it out or I want to give it to the world, I don't think anybody has the right to be critical yeah. unless that person is looking for that type of feedback. Right. You know what I mean? We, we right. I've seen a lot of artists get up at open mics and not get the response that they were looking for and it turns them all the way off. And I got to pull them to the side and go, listen, nobody owes you a standing ovation. Mm. You know, nobody owes you that. You got to earn that. 
You understand what I'm saying to you? Like you, 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 I know what you did in the mirror. You was at home. You was in the mirror. You, you, you thought everything you were saying was going to penetrate and hit. And then you got on that stage. And when you got off, you didn't get that standing ovation that you wanted. The thing I try to explain to them is stop looking for it. Mm. If you're mm. writing to release, then get on stage and release. Mm. When you release, it'll connect. But if yeah. you're trying, if you're writing to perform, that's when you have to put things together in a certain manner. You got to know your audience. If you're performing, that's different. Like if I'm going to do a poem for a classroom of kindergartners, it's not going to be the same poem I do for some 30 year olds. Right. Because I'm coming to perform. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So then I have to write based on how the kindergartners are going to feel. Like I got to put some cocoa melon in here. Like we got to, you know, we got to put some chants in. We got to get them involved. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that way when I'm done, they'll give me a standing ovation because I spoke directly to them. Got it. But when you are on an open mic forum and you're looking for validation and it doesn't come, sometimes a lot of artists can be discouraged by that. So I Got try it. to encourage them like, yo, stop looking for validation and just look for the release you had mm. the courage to get up here you had the courage to say your piece you had the courage to release it build on that you understand what i'm saying now can you incorporate techniques of performance with the release absolutely garner the to stand an ovation yeah but just like anything that takes time yeah so you don't become a basketball player, a football player, or anything overnight. It's the same thing with artistry. Like, yeah, your your fifth grade poem was great, mm -hmm. but your eighth grade poem should be better. Mm. And your 10th grade poem should be better. Right. And your adult male poem should be better because you've gained experience. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you went around to different open mics. You've met different artists. You sat in some writing circles. You've worked on your craft. So absolutely, once you say i'm going to be a spoken word artist see i try to explain to people you can write you can do poetry we have open mics all the time where people get up there and go you know hey how y'all doing i'm 40 years old i wrote this poem when i was in the 10th grade and i just never read it out loud and i want to do it congratulations we salute that we applaud that we mm -hmm. love that as the audience and as the curators of the space mm -hmm. but if you're the featured artist then you know you're the featured artist for a reason because you have everything. You can connect, you can perform, you can penetrate, and you can make an impact. So yeah. when you get up there in that space, do your thing, absolutely. But you can't all of a sudden wake up one day and write one or two poems and go, I want to be the featured artist. Yeah. There are steps to making that transition that we all have to go through. It's not just one person. We yeah. all had to go through it. Yeah, yeah. It, open mics, right? Uh -huh. I have a uh, a perspective on open mics, uh, and this is this is pertaining to the poets that are th striving uh, to do more with their poetry and create <laughs> a career out of it. Mm -hmm. And. Um, I have a, a philosophy or ideology uh, concerning open mics, and that is, um, I, I entitle this closed mouths and closed mics. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, um, 
if you are intentionally trying to grow and again do more with your poetry and uh create a career out of it um uh there should be some intentionality and some strategy in in the way you move absolutely right and so as it relates to closed mouths i mean let's get out of the i'm going i'm i'm gonna and i'm up i'm, I'm about to Mm -hmm. right and uh let's stop talking about what we're gonna uh, what we want to do and let's actually close our mouths Mm -hmm. put our heads down and get to work Mm -hmm. and then we show what we what we're doing or what we've done correct right Mm -hmm. so 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 it for me is so key for Poets, again, that are looking to do more with their poetry and create a career out of it to utilize open mics strategically and not just go to go. So <clears throat> I agree with that. OK, I do agree with that. I will say this. Right. So and that's that's a great way to put that. Mm-hmm. So it, it would be equivalent to a young man who's chasing a basketball career right? Mm-hmm. right at some point you got to stop going to open gyms you have to go to gyms with the level of competition that you want to be at or aligned with mm-hmm. when you go to these different types of gyms then you learn different moves and you can work on your game and you could you could be comfortable with not being the best person in the space mm-hmm. but be comfortable with everything that you learn so to your point you if you're a artist who wants to grow in your artistry who wants mm-hmm. to grow in the community right yeah you have the thought process to say listen i want to be a featured artist then i agree with going to open mics that are going to tap into your spirit and allow you to get better yeah i challenge artists to do this as well sometimes i say listen man go to an open mic and just watch yeah maybe don't get up that night maybe just watch maybe just see the audience from a different perspective maybe see the feature from a different perspective maybe Mm -hmm. hear something from a different perspective don't go so eager to sign up to Mm -hmm. perform Mm -hmm. sometimes you might want to just sit back and say okay let me take this week right here Mm -hmm. hit six open mics and just listen and pay attention and watch Mm -hmm. just gather some information gather some energy gather some feedback and then come home and put your strategy and plan in place. There you go. So I do agree with that. Um, but I will challenge artists too as well. Any artists that are struggling with even just getting to the open mic and getting on stage, mm-hmm. at some point you just gotta do it. You understand what I'm saying? Like by the time the artist gets to the space that you're talking about. That's the artist that's made up in their mind. I mm-hmm. want to do more with my artistry. Mm-hmm. When they get to that point, that boot camp regiment you're speaking of is when they should settle, settle down mm-hmm. and take the poet life masterclass mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Because what you're speaking about is the next level. Yes. And oftentimes people, not just artists, but people want to just jump to the next level. Yep. Like that sense of entitlement of I can do it just gets up in our spirit and we just feel like we want to jump to the next level. And then when you don't receive the accolades or the ovations or the applause that you feel like you should receive, Mm -hmm. then it can break you back down. 
So mm -hmm. I love the strategy. What you're saying is, listen, if this is your thought process, yeah. move strategically in it. Yeah. Yep. Preparation. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. that, you got a master class on that? Man, do we? <laughs> listen, listen, it's because it's two things about the closed mouth. It's it's um uh we're we're doing a lot of talking and not a lot of doing, right? And it's it's like uh so I have three daughters, right? Seven, five, and four. And mm. so, right, in school they they do show and tell. And when we get out of grade school, we forget about show and tell. Mm -hmm. Watch what show and tell is. It's show first, mm -hmm. then it's tell. It, you, you show what you're doing and what you've done, and then you can tell, you can explain what that thing is that you're doing and what you've done and, so, and, and give instructions similar to what this podcast is for, like you're breaking down what you what you're doing and what you've done but you've already done it already so so you've shown mm -hmm. your your work mm -hmm. it's the work first and then the, the 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 talking and so so the closed mic part of it though is very is 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 in relation to what you're talking about and and what i'm trying to uh explain is because take for instance um the second level of artists that have already gotten to the stage where they're comfortable they're they have skill um but if you're going to the same open mic every week and you want to feature respond to this would you feature that person that's always there and they're sharing all of their art because the question is why would you feature them and they've and they've already shared all of their art each week. So, great question. So what I what I what I did was, um, so to answer your question, it's a two part question, right? Okay. Would I featured them? Yes, in time. In okay. In time, I will feature them. Okay. Why in time? Well, so the the beauty of having a feature is what you're doing is you're saying that this artist is a seasoned artist mm -hmm. and i know that my audience so so okay speaking from speaking from a curator perspective right yeah if i'm bringing someone in as a featured artist then i want to make sure that my audience is going to have an amazing experience mm -hmm dealing with or listening to this particular artist got it i know what this artist is going to bring this artist is seasoned this is this artist is a performance artist their material hits every time they have a wide variety of material and yeah. they know how to connect yeah now what i what we created was the spotlight artist position right okay so what that says is this okay you've been here every week and I've heard this poem, I've heard this poem, I've heard this poem, I've heard this poem, I've heard this poem. This is what I'm going to do for you. I need you to get four of your best pieces, put them together, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to spotlight. Now, what the spotlight 
does for us is it says to the artist this, I see your hunger. I see your desire. I see your willingness and eagerness to learn, right? Mm -hmm. I see you're paying attention to every feature. I see you working on your craft. You're here every every week. I'm why, and this has happened to me. So mm -hmm. I watch artists every week show up and grow and grow and grow. But they were too intimidated to go to another open mic. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's why they're here honing in on their craft. But my job is to say, all right, man, I've been I've watched you for 20 weeks. I'm giving you a spotlight opportunity next month. Don't perform anymore this month. I need you to save your energy and save those pieces. So when the crowd that comes on your spotlight night, it'll be like their first time seeing you. This is what I need you to do for me for the next three weeks. Do not perform. You're a spotlight artist now. So on this Tuesday, when you come in, it's your time to shine. And I want you to get up there and give me everything you got. Mm -hmm. I don't want no excuses. I don't want no mistakes. I don't want no banter. All I want you to do is get up on that stage and tap in because this is called an opportunity. You see what I'm saying? And we speak and we sit down and we go to breakfast and we go to lunch mm -hmm. and we encourage and we push. And I tell them, listen, when you get up here, I need you to black out. Because I don't got time for you to be talking about what you're thinking about. I need you to know that this space is comfortable enough for you to be the greatest portion of yourself. And so what I've seen in that space is I've watched spotlight artists who spotlighted at our spot for the very first time. They are featured artists across the country right now. Mm -hmm. I'm talking kicking behind and taking names. You understand what I'm saying? So to answer your question, I don't mind encouraging anybody, mm -hmm. but you got to want it for yourself and you got to yeah. be willing to do this. Yeah. If you're not willing to listen, then you're not willing to learn. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. I'm not trying to change your writing style, yeah. but listen, let me explain it to you like this. If you want more, you got to do more. Okay. Yeah. And the way to do more is by saying, what is poetry asking of me? You know, a lot of times artists don't ask that question. You trying to tell poetry what you want to do. Did you ever stop and ask poetry, what does it want from you? You know, write that poem. Mm. But at the top, what does poetry want from me? And then begin to free write. Mm. Because at the end of the day, if you've never asked the universe what you're supposed to be doing with your voice or your message, you're missing out. You on stage doing erotica when you're not supposed to be. You don't even know what lane you're supposed to be in. So until an artist sits still within themselves and asks the question, God, why do I have this craft in my spirit? Mm. What does being a poet mean? What does being a spoken word artist mean? What does the value of my words mean to other people? What does it mean for people to listen to me for 30 minutes? And I have the ear of people who are going through their own turmoil, distress and hell. Mm. Am I getting up here to just be cute or am I getting up here to make an impact? And if you want to make an impact, you have to listen to when you're being impacted. And until you do that as an artist or as a person or as anybody, then you won't reach the level that you ultimately want to reach. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So you can go to open mics across the country mm -hmm. until you sit still and ask the universe, why is this gift instilled in me? And what am I supposed to do with it? You're always going to be spinning your wheels. That's so good.
you said perfectly what I was trying to say. Um, and my wife will say to me often, uh, you just got to figure out the best way to say it because you'll just say it bluntly, you know, and uh, and that's what I meant by closed mic. Make Correct. them make them miss you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like sit, sit down for a minute. Like, oh, yo, where's so-and-so the poet? Yeah. Sit still. What happens is someone will come to you and go, you know what? I've I've come here the last three weeks and you didn't get a chance to get on the mic. I was thinking about your poem such and such. There, there's one of the laws, and I don't want to butcher it, but it's it's one of excuse me, one of the laws in the 48 laws of power. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. And I know these pretty well, but for some reason it's escaping me. But basically is what it says is, is uh, absence is a good thing. I, yeah. and I can't quote it, but it's one of the laws of the 48 laws of power. So check it out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a book by Robert, Robert L. Green. Mm -hmm. And what it's saying is sometimes it is good to be missed. Mm -hmm. But the thing about it is, while you're being missed, it's not being missed in arrogance. It's being missed in learning and working on your craft. Mm -hmm. So when you do resurface, you can be a new artist. And this is what we used to do with our artists at Spirits and Lyrics. Listen, that poem you did, do you want the truth or do you want me to tell you what you want to hear? Mm -hmm. This is what I used to ask. Do you want the truth? Or do you want me to tell you what you want to hear? And they would say, give me the truth. Okay, the truth is you're not delivering that the way you think you are. You think you're going, ah, and ah, but I'm telling you it's going, ah, and huh. Mm -hmm. Look in the mirror and don't look at your physical self in the mirror. Look in your own eyes. Do you get goosebumps when you speak? If you don't get goosebumps when you speak, why am I going to get goosebumps when you speak? If you don't feel what you're saying, why am I going to feel what you're saying? You understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah, you yeah. can't convince me if you ain't convinced your damn self. Yeah. You got to tap in. So what we encourage artists to do is sit still and watch the feature. So you can see why they're featuring because they went through that phase. Trust me. And then the feature artist that I love, I love any featured artist who talks to the spotlight artist or who talks to the open mic artist and encourage them and tell them, hey, man, I was doing that the same way. But this is what it took for me to get to this level. Now, I've been fortunate enough to honestly say that most artists that I've spoken to have all listened. I've been fortunate in that regard. Like all the artists that came up under the Spirits and Lyrics umbrella, they all listen. Um, we've been fortunate enough to sit and have true conversations, real conversations. I'm talking about, I sit on the phone with artists till two and three o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about just poetry. We're talking about why you trying to fool yourself that you want to be a poet, right? You're you, you fooling yourself because you don't want to put the real work in. You came and you watched 13 and Nazareth, but he didn't wake up like that. Hmm. He had life experiences that made him this way. 
Do you think do you think 13 of Nazareth became 13 of Nazareth just so? No, he don't read the Bible. He don't read the Torah. He don't read the Torah. He don't read the Quran. He don't read multiple books. He don't sit, sat and take, took nature walks. This man done tapped into a space where when he speak, you get goosebumps. Because he took the time to hone in on his spirit. And there are a lot of entertaining artists where you be like, oh, man, that was just entertaining. I love them, too. But sometimes when you get an artist like, OK, I'll give you an example. Breeze the Poet, mm -hmm. right? Breeze the Poet is one of those artists where if he get off the stage and you don't got goosebumps, your body was turned off. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Because when he get up on stage, he strips. He allows everything in him to be exposed. And as people, we love that. Mm -hmm. We go, wow, he did something I could never do. Be that vulnerable, be that passionate, and all with purpose and on purpose. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But then you have artists who make you go, oh, wow. Right? Like right. Oroville. You listen yeah. to Oroville, you be like, oh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you can, the way his dialect is, his tone. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? His style. He 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 knows how to play into everything that he possesses. His clothes even go into it. His style, the way he the way he spits, the way he does his poetry, the way he does the thing that he does. Mm -hmm. As a spotlight artist, you should be going, okay, well, let me see what it is about Oroville that people love. Mm -hmm. Let me see, like you, the way you do your haikus. If mm -hmm. I want to do haikus, I should be following your page. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like you said, close mic, make a mission, mm -hmm. sit still, be comfortable with being quiet. Be comfortable with being quiet. There's a lot of knowledge in silence. That's why the name of my company is Silent Treatment Entertainment. That's what we do. We are quiet. We observe. We pay attention. Does this person really rock with us? Does this person really care? Is this person really an ally? Is this person a friend? Because we're not talking. We're listening to your actions, your language, your spirit, your energy. Whatever's coming off of you, I'm absorbing. And I'm smiling the entire time. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. I don't want I don't want to over talk or speak to the point where nobody's listening because that can happen too. Right. You can talk so much so people just turn off their ears. Oh, I heard this poem last week. Oh, this is the person I was telling you about. They're going to do the poem about their dad again. Oh, this is the artist I told you. I remember the poem. Okay. 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 Here we go. And now you're done and you want to stand ovation. Well, you just did that last week. You got you to gotta come to the table. If you're in a relationship, you can't keep just bringing the same food to your spouse. Yeah, I made you a turkey sandwich again. Well, we're going to start looking for beef and bologna somewhere else. You understand what I'm saying to you? So, so what you're saying and what you're speaking of is correct. And I, and I pray that any artist that's listening to this listens with an open mind. Yeah. We're, we are not saying stop what you're doing. Mm -hmm. We're saying settle in to what you're doing mm -hmm. and just listen and, and find your space mm -hmm. in this poetry world. Because if you listen... You could be like, oh, next week I got something for them because nobody talked about this. Mm. I got something for them. They, they haven't heard this. And I guarantee you when you come back around, 
and you say, hey, guys, and you've been silent for five weeks, people will be sitting on the edge of their seat like, man, I haven't heard from Jeff in five weeks. What is he going to say? And then you come out of you come out of left field with something that you've never done. People are going to go, oh, wow. They're going to get them goosebumps, not just because of what you said, but because of the way you said it, that feeling, that energy, that performance of it. When you sat back for five weeks and said, OK, I got that behind now. I'm coming with it. So that's how I feel about it, man. I encourage artists all the time, but it's nothing wrong with listening. Yeah, I know you want to talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know you want to write. Mm -hmm. But when is the last time you listen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's what determines whether you're going to spit a poem or create mm -hmm. an experience. Correct. And the experience is what gets you the features. There you go. That's what gets you the features, the experience. People love experience. That's how people learn. And people will pay for experiences. People always pay. You just said y'all went to Disney, right? We're going, we're going this weekend. You're paying for an experience. For an experience. That's it. Listen, <laughs> I coach, I coach poets. I'm a, okay. I'm a, I'm a poetry business coach. And I teach poets to create their career. And there's three elements to it. Mm -hmm. It's a three-day course, a uh, three-day coaching program. The first day, you're creating your business. Okay. Because you're more valuable in the marketplace, not mm -hmm. as a person. You're more valuable in the marketplace as an entity than you are as an individual. Correct. Okay. Because break it down a little bit. If, if I'm a company and I'm I'm looking to book someone, right? You are you're it's a it's highly probable that you're going to create an experience if you've already transformed yourself into an entity because I know that you've invested money, you invested time, you invested effort into creating poetry as a service. Mm -hmm. But as an individual, you don't you don't have as as many as much overhead i'll say mm -hmm. right and so you don't have to put all of this time money and interest into it so as an entity i'm looking at you okay this person has invested and 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 took the time to actually build something that is bigger than that person mm -hmm. i'm going with this person and and also as an individual, you have less overhead, as in you only have about gas probably to get to this event. Mm -hmm. But if I'm an entity, the invoice that I sent you, I have I pay monthly on that invoice, mm -hmm. that application that I got to send out every every time I, I have a gig. I have possibly an assistant. I, I have so it is it makes sense to me. For me to pay you 300 400 500 dollars mm -hmm. but the individual I'll, I'll cash out this person about 50 dollars i got i got 50 in my cash app mm -hmm. they're cool they're, they're cool with taking cash out they're mm -hmm. cool with taking i see no i i, I, yeah. I think um first first of all um that's a dope class 
Mm. You know what I mean? And, mm. and I'm glad uh, you mentioned it to me because I'll be sending some artists yeah. and individuals your way. Yeah, man. I might swing. I might swing over there myself and tap in because what you're doing. See, so what 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 you're doing is you're seeing people in spaces they don't even see themselves in. That's what I'm saying. So you, I I bet during those classes you bite your the inside of your cheek a lot. You Bro, know what I mean? It's, it's one on it's one on one. Yeah, it's one yeah, on one coaching. And I bet, and I bet during some of those classes you're biting the inside of your cheek because what you're saying to a person is, th this is what you're saying to a person. You're trying to take an individual who's comfortable with doing a busboys and circuit tour mm -hmm. and taking them to be on CBS or TNT or or any cable network that they could possibly be on. Let's you go. want them to see that in themselves right now. What yeah. you're saying is, hey, man, you can run around and just do poetry or you can turn it into a business and get paid for doing poetry. And the thing that people need to understand is this. There are some poets who get paid very well. And I'm not talking no 50 in the hundred dollars. I'm talking in the high thousands of dollars mm -hmm. to write pieces for people, mm -hmm. to write pieces for functions, to perform at private functions, to perform at public functions. And there are artists getting well in the $20,000, $30,000 range. So what you're saying to the artist that wants to be a poet, you're saying, hey, listen, let's work on your business now. Mm -hmm. So that way, when one of your poems takes off, when it starts to take you around the world, you'll yep. be compensated for it. Yep. So I think what you're doing is magnificent, right? Yep. The the thing that I ran into with that. So you yep. have a great approach to that, right? Like mm -hmm. your your tone is tactful. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're in the you're in business. Yep. So you're in business to grow the artist. Mm -hmm. I'm in business as well, but I'm not going, I'm not gonna be mm -hmm. because I don't have that kind of time. You mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying to you? Mm -hmm. This is what you need to do. I speak to the artist in the same manner, but what you're providing is the actual tutelage to yep. get it done. Yep. See, so what you're doing is you're putting action behind yep. your words. Sure. You said to you said to the artist, "Hey man, I can tell you this 10 days a week, 30 days a month, whatever the case may be." But if you come take my class, I can show you. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of what you're doing. Yeah. You're saying, I'm done talking. Let mm -hmm. me show you. Yep. See how we talked about that show and tell? Yep. Deal? That's where you are. Yep. You're like, hey, let me show you that I can grow your business. So mm -hmm. everything you just said made perfect sense to me because yeah. I'm a brand builder and that's how mm -hmm. I operate. Yeah. So teaching an artist to turn themselves into an entity Yep. will garner them more money. Correct. You're a thousand Indeed. percent correct on that because like you said, when I send you this invoice and it says 350 and you're going, why? And then you turn on my social media or you look me up and you see, I got things going. I got people working. I got things operating. Mm -hmm. You'll say, okay, that 350 sounds good to me. Yep. So yeah, I, I respect that. That's, dope. That's, that's, a, that's a dope class, bro. Yeah, man. That's it. That That's the thing. You know, it is, it is, um, take, for instance, a poet with a poetry book, right? Mm -hmm. um, individual. So a book is a product. 
Correct. Individuals don't have products. Hmm. Expound on that a little bit. Businesses do. I got it. I like it. I I keep it real simple Mm -hmm. for even a fifth grader to understand. I try to at least. Mm -hmm. When I I start with the first part, they're like, okay, what what are you saying? Okay. Individuals don't have products. Mm-hmm. businesses have products so you're 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 trying to operate and do things that businesses do without creating the structure of a business you're cheating yourself correct you're cheating yourself you you are cheating yourself if but you this try- this is the no. beauty of what you're doing the mm-hmm. beauty of what you're doing is you're somebody who's saying let me show you how to stop cheating yourself yes but at the same time i'm not going to cheat you either nope see what i'm saying so here's the flip to that there are a lot of people out here like let me show you what to do and they roping you in Mm -hmm. you know i i done had an artist bring a i'm like man listen i had an artist one time bring me a, a contract that they were thinking about signing with an individual and I read it and they were like, yeah, I'm really. And I was like, listen, I don't think you should. You know, I don't think that I said, I don't even understand everything that's happening in there. Mm-hmm. I said, but it sounds to me like this person is saying that they want the rights to all your works. Mm-hmm. I said, you got to read all of this. This is this is jarry. This is BS. Yeah. And they continue to him and high. So I just ripped it up. Oof. You understand? If he wanted back, tell him to come get it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's how we going to play. I'm not about to keep talking to you about it. I don't gave you my advice. I don't told you what you should do. It seems to me like if I let you leave here with this paper, you're you going to do that. something foolish. So I'm going to rip it up. If the individual who wants you to sign it got an issue with it, we here every Tuesday. You understand what I'm saying to you? Tell them to come pull up. Let's, you know, come talk. Come have a yeah. show. And I can tell that person to their face what you're trying to do to this young artist mm-hmm. is criminal. Mm-hmm. What you're suggesting is, Mm -hmm. and this is beautiful, bro. I want to be very clear on what I'm saying. If this is what you're presenting to artists is major, Mm -hmm. you understand? Mm -hmm. But you actually have the avenue for them to go down. A lot of people present it, but the avenue got speed bumps and traps and dead ends. What you're saying is I'm going to teach you how to become a business. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful mm-hmm. because there are so many artists out here who deserve to have their business in order. And Amazing I'm artists, bro. But that, but that's not enough. Because at that point, at that point, you're 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 spitting poems perfectly, though. Right. But people are going to pay for it for an experience the experience is what it is and that's that goes back to anything including hosting yeah the experience yeah Yeah. what is the experience like yeah people want to have an experience they can have you can have your moment yeah like you can be the artist who got up and spit a piece and got a standing ovation you can have your moment but Hmm. it'll be a flash in the pan to an experience fleeting moment. Poet Life University welcomes you to the world of creation, thoughts, expertise, and professionalism by offering technical knowledge, practical support, creative encouragement, and whatever it takes for you to create the poetry career that you've always desired, but never knew was possible. 
And the best part is we have professional poets from around the world as professors to teach you everything they've learned throughout their poetry careers. We are currently offering several eight-week live courses that will help you gain a deep understanding of poetry, become confident in your work as a poet and writer, learn how to start your own business with the help of an expert, enjoy the freedom that comes from being able to pursue what you love on your terms. Are you ready to take your poetry to the next level? Learn with others by doing for the future from the comfort of your home. Get in touch with us at www.poetlifeuniversity.com and enroll today. And you know, the experience isn't when they walk in the door. Nope. It It is first impression from email confirmation to all the way to offboarding when they get that email saying, thank you for coming to this event. Da, 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 da. It is the full process. It's an experience. Correct. This program that I'm telling you about, the first, so it's three days. Mm -hmm. In three days, the first day, we're creating your business from top to bottom. Mm. Services that you provide, the prices that you will will not go lower than. Mm You're not, we're not, we're not doing 50, 150 for one poem. You're charging $250. Mm-hmm. Why? Because when they, when me as the company that wants to book you, when I see that you got a company in place and you got a website in place and you got social media in place and everything is uniform across the board. Mm-hmm. When I see the signature in your email, best regards, like I don't even feel right trying to lowball you because mm-hmm. it looks like to me, this person is about to create an experience for my audience. Correct. I'm paying what he says he charges. And the thing is, the thing is, and I'm glad that you're here because I feel comfortable mm-hmm talking like this to you right poets accept instead of charging like what you all's budget i'm a business and i have products and services i'm not going to go into a store and say that well they're not going to come to me and say what's your budget what you got in your pocket Mm -hmm. nope because i'm a business now as an individual, yeah, what, what's your budget? I'll take whatever you got. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a business, I have services, and this is how much I charge. So when we come in contact and you say you're interested in, in, in my services, great. Let's, let's, let's schedule an ex- exploration call or okay. meeting. When we have that exploration call, I'm asking, as the artist, I'm asking them questions. Now I'm in control. Mm-hmm. I'm asking them, so so how many people will be there? Oh, okay, great. All right, what's the theme of the event? I'm gathering information. I'm information gathering. Mm-hmm. I'm a liaison. I'm a business analyst right now. I'm analyzing the opportunity. Mm-hmm. At the end of that meeting, I, thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, I'm, I'm going to gather all of this information, take this back to my team. I don't care if you're one person. You're a business now. You have a team. You have a machine. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and, and within 24 hours to 48 hours, I'm going to uh, email you a quote. And that quote also has an invoice that says how much I charge based on the information that I've gathered. Gotcha. That'll be three. That'll be three fifty. <laughs> well, I tell you what, right? So, so for me, it's um, it's it's first of all, everything that you're saying mm -hmm. is facts, right? Mm -hmm. Every artist needs to get established mm -hmm. in that manner or mm -hmm. regard. Um, we also have to put into perspective though, mm -hmm. finding out what your price point really is. Cause you could, you could do all of those things, like mm -hmm. have a business set up and all that, yep. but it still doesn't mean, you know, how to curate an experience. Yes. That's, so that's day two. Right. All right. So what I'll say, what I'll say to that is correct. Right. Mm -hmm. But I do still challenge artists to, okay, it's kind of like a, um, a rapper or a singer, right? Yep. Like if, if, I'm, if I'm on tour and I got a headlining tour and, and I'm, you know, making uh, 20, 30,000 over here and mm -hmm. then somebody like, hey, yo, man, if you already coming through Cleveland, I got 10 grand cash. You know what I mean? If, if you could just come through, listen, I'm going through. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So so my thing is um the business portion that you're talking about, having the products and having the experience, right? And yeah. most times in order to have the experience, the artists have to have what? Experience. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you've reached a, a space where your business is intact and your your um experience can be curated to the point where if I give you $350. I know for a fact there's yep. going to be an impact made yep. because that's what I'm looking for on the cure on, on the hosting or the booking side of it. Yep. I'm cool with paying whatever you want, but this is what I'm looking for in return. Indeed. You understand what I'm saying? Indeed. So as long as, as long as the artist is understanding that putting a price on something, you yep. have to be able to provide that level yep. of experience. Right. Yep. So, okay. Um, and I tell artists this all the time, the same experience, somebody going to get out of you for a hundred dollars. They should get out of you for a thousand dollars. You, you got to be who you are, regardless, whether yeah. two or two thousand, you yeah. perform like it's twenty thousand in the building. Yeah. I've done four hour shows for three people. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I hosted like twenty thousand people were there and those three people left. They had an amazing experience. Yeah. So so I agree with everything you're saying. And like you said, on day two, if you're teaching them how to create an experience yep. um as long as as long as and i do know you're being honest with them about yeah. what they can provide yeah but as long as they understand that when you put that invoice together and mm -hmm. you say 350 dollars, you can't get up there with no 50 dollar experience right. right so that that it's already established i should have said that it's already okay. established that the the company that's interested in them knows they got the goods got yes it. yes because in 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 their press kit and all of that, they have the links to their previous performances. And yes, thank you. What for you're that. saying is when they come knocking, yes, be ready to receive. Yep. And receive at a high level. There you go. I respect but, it a thousand percent. But I'm glad that you said when they come knocking. And that's the other part that we gotta work on in this industry. Let's stop waiting until they come knocking. 
Let's start going out and pitching ourselves because that's what businesses do. Correct. You see what I'm saying? And because mm-hmm. because we're wondering why we're we not getting, you know, booked like that. You know, that's because we're waiting. Correct. You, you can go to Eventbrite right now and click Browse Events. Scroll through those. Evaluate the the inventory of poems that you have. Oh, mm-hmm. this would be perfect for this event. Let me hit them up real quick. Right. Email or even whatever the contact information is there. Listen, I have, I see that you have an event coming up. Check this out. I have the perfect poem for this event. I can intro or outro or even the intermission, but this would be perfect to enhance your event or add value to your event. Mm -hmm. Dude, you have performances on your calendar filled up for the rest of the month. So let me ask you a question. So if I'm, if I'm the person in charge of this event, right? Yep. And you and you reach out to me mm-hmm. and say, hey, um, I noticed that you guys are having a um, mm-hmm. Black History Month event. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a poet. I have a great piece and I would love to come perform it at your event. Now, as the curator, am I then obligated to pay you? Oh, no, so you're that, not okay. obligated to do anything. So, so here's the thing. So what you're yeah. saying is mm-hmm. you're teaching artists to get on bigger platforms mm-hmm. to get their work out to get their message out to get their business out and get their brand even bigger indeed i encourage that and i like that thought process on a bigger platform right because what i tell artists to do as well i'm like listen um sometimes you know you got to know when to like like i don't i've never been the person to talk to an artist and be like yeah you can come perform at our show for an opportunity to sell merch or mm-hmm. you know we always gotta compensate if you're going to perform that's how i feel yeah. you know what i mean i don't believe because what if no one shows up that night mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, what if you come with 100 cds and only three people show up mm-hmm. i still think we should be putting something in your tank and putting something in the envelope so you could put it in your pocket yeah but everybody doesn't feel that way yeah but i do like the fact that when reaching out to those bigger companies, mm-hmm. if you can also say, hey, I'm more than willing to come perform this piece. Is there an opportunity to sell merch? Yep. See what I'm saying? Yep. And if they say no inside the space, well, that don't stop you from standing outside the space with yep. your merch. Yep. So I agree with all of that. And that was dope. The um, looking mm-hmm. through Eventbrite. That was mm-hmm. some that was some fly mm-hmm. stuff right there because a lot of people don't even know that handle. And that was a fly little nugget right there. And I think, you know, that needs to be pushed and promoted, maybe not necessarily, you know, open because people should have to come see you about that nugget. That's a jewel right there. Yeah. A lot of people don't even know you can do that. Yeah. But, you know, it is um, uh, there's so many elements to this thing, you know, Um, it's so key to invest in yourself. That's that's the. Listen, you said it earlier, and I try to explain this to to everybody, is you never know who's in the audience. You never know. You have no idea who you're performing for. You don't know who walked through those doors that could be planning a wedding, Mm -hmm. that could be planning a graduation, that could be planning a function, that could be an executive for some type of organization that needs your talents. Mm -hmm. You got to be on 
every time you get on that stage, you have to show that you've invested in yourself and not just in the way your merchandise looks or the way your appearance is, but in the way you conduct your experience. Yeah. You never know who you're performing for. You always got to be ready and prepared and yeah. investing yourself. Like you said, if you invest in you, then people feel like they have to show you a certain level of respect. Period. Like when I, when you I can see it, space, that's you the can, thing. You can the see visual. if they do or if they don't invest Look, in themselves. I'm going to give you a small example. You ever got in somebody's car and it was trash and junk all over the place? And you'd be like, ah, dog, I don't even know how you drive in here. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. But you ever got in somebody's vehicle and it smelled good? It was clean. Listen, you get in my car, it's an experience. That's what it is. It's an experience. My carpet clean, my ashtrays clean, my dashboard clean, my music sound better. It smelled good in here. So you know what that's telling you? Don't get in my car and act up. Ooh. Don't 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 drop no paper. Don't be you trying to something. eat your French fries. You, you can't treat my space the way you want to treat it because of how I invested in it. You and, have oh, to enter into my space with a certain level of respect. Guess and what as that an does. artist, it's the same way. Guess what that does? You are training people. Mm -hmm. You're training your clients, your customers, your supporters on how to treat and pay you. Correct. There's a standard here now. You see what I'm saying? So you won't even feel comfortable coming to me, coming to me with a hundred dollars. No, because I'm here all the time, not mm -hmm. just on stage. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. I'm creating a, an experience every time. So 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 you never seen fifty dollars on an invoice, and you see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. so with the invoice alone. You set the standard of what I expect mm -hmm. as a as a company. Correct. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So, so you're, you're training people on how to treat you and pay you. You're training them on how to treat you and pay you. And you're training yourself on how to brand and build your business. But here's the here's the side of it that we got to be honest with artists about. Yeah. Even in that approach, sometimes you're going to be hungry yes. because guess what? Everybody don't know your worth. So that 350 going to get rejected sometime. Sometimes it's going to come back. You have yeah. to be okay. You, but see, so this is what I, this is what I explained, right? I think when it comes to, especially like with travel and things like that, like if somebody yeah. wants you to come to California and all that, if it's going to cost you more than it's going to cost them, it's probably not worth it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if you live in the DMV, right, where it's open mics going up, going up, going up, you can you can run through the DMV and make a substantial, decent, you know, living as an artist in that hub, just mm -hmm. in that DMV hub. If you're willing to curate, if you're willing to host, if you're willing to headline, if you're willing to spotlight, if you're willing to get your artistry out there. You can make a substantial living. But I do understand the fact that when you feel like you and your business have reached a specific level and mm -hmm. you're going for it, mm -hmm. you got to stay there and go for it. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? But you got to be comfortable with no. You, thank you. You got to be comfortable because you're going to hear it. Because guess what? 
And it don't have to be a negative thing, but if I, if even me, Mr. Luciano, if I'm saying, yo, you know what? I like what you do. Um, could you uh, do spirits and lyrics? And they, what's your budget? Uh, 200. Well, uh, my price is 350. Listen, man, I really love you. I appreciate you, but mm -hmm. I can't give you 350 and still do what I need to do for my staff and for my audience. But listen, when we do have a bigger show on a bigger platform, I'll definitely reach out and I'll have that budget for you. Mm -hmm. I never knock an artist for telling me their mm -hmm. price. Mm -hmm. What I do is say, listen, I tell you what, since we couldn't get you to feature, anytime you want to come out here to Manassas, mm -hmm. I'll fill up your gas tank, man. It's on me. Mm -hmm. Just come see the space. Mm -hmm. If you like the space when you get here and you think it's something you'd be willing to do for $200, cool. Yeah. If you come here and you don't like the space, I'm still going to fill up your gas tank, get you a bite to eat, put a drink in your hand, give you a hug, and yes. you can come sell merchandise. Yes. It's all good. Yeah. But I don't I don't knock anybody for their price. The price sure. is the price. But you know what? You know what, Jeff? Um, there's instances like that mm -hmm. where that's an investment into your brand. Correct. You see what I'm saying? I'm Correct. taking the 200 because I know when I come to 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 to, to the event, to your event, I'm I'm um that 150 that I'm sacrificing, mm -hmm. I'm not really sacrificing, I'm investing it Correct. into my brand because there's new faces and new people in that audience that yes. I need to tap into. Correct. So you, good point. Yeah. So, so you got to look at that as well. Um, uh, because again, like you said, you don't know who's in that audience. Correct. And, and, you know, what I try to explain to artists is what, you know, honestly, man, once, once I get an artist who's interested in featuring mm -hmm. or an artist that I've seen and I'm like, damn, man, it would be really great to mm -hmm. get them in front of our audience the thing that I talk to them about after we get the money and everything out the way is the only thing that I would love for you to do when you get here is not try to um, do a set. What I would love for you to do when you get here is just be a part of the energy and whatever that energy leads you to do, do that. This is the only thing I ask of all artists. I get that you have something in the back of your mind and you have a set thing that you like to do. I respect it. This space is anointed. I, I'm promising you, if you get up on that stage and allow yourself to just be, I'm guaranteeing you an amazing experience One as an artist, not just as a person. As an artist, I guarantee you're going to have one of the best experiences you've ever had because there's no pressure. Everybody here already loves you before you say one word. Mm -hmm. They already respect you. They already admire you. They already have bought your CD in their mind before you even got here. I'm guaranteeing you that. And that's because of the space that we've put together. So as an artist, I just want you to get on this stage and do something you've never done. I don't want you to do what you're going to do tomorrow night. I don't want you to do what you did last night. When you walk on this comfort zone, I want you to be like, damn. And I'm and I thank God for this because I can honestly say we've been doing this thing for over 10 years. And every artist that we've had featured has elevated and levitated their experience every time. Mm. And that's and I'm talking about doing shows from California 
all the way to Hong Kong. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because it's what we pray for. Mm -hmm. It's what we ask the artists to do. But I've been in spaces where artists weren't necessarily respected. I've been in spaces where artists weren't heard. And I don't like it. It, it, it does something to me um, on multiple levels. Like, I don't I don't like when I feel like an artist isn't being heard. So what I tell the artist is this. Money is good. Money is cool. But respect yeah. of you your brand and your like i could give you 350 dollars and tell you to come to this spot and it could be a spot in in the back alley of new york and when you get in there you on the mic and you trying to do your poetry over 30 other people talking mm -hmm. you gotta know when to respect yourself and your brand enough to say what is this space like sometimes you gotta ask about that space too because people will pay you to see you yeah. and i tell i tell women are women artists this a lot a dude will pay to see you mm -hmm. he'll pay to see you up close oh yo how much 350 yeah come on out come on out he wants you to come on out because he just want to have an opportunity to get 10 to 15 to 20 minutes with you your brand is your brand men and women establish it when you get in the door mm. i'm like you said i'm holding myself to this standard mm. if you can't meet me there then it's no reason for us to speak Maybe you should go find somebody who can meet me there. When I when I get on stage, I'm in suits. If if my invoice is not you know comfortable for you, then I respect it. But I'm explaining to you this: you can look at this suit and you could tell it's more than that hundred and fifty. Now, if you can't, then you need to look a little deeper, or you need to go shopping. You understand what I'm saying to you? But I don't get insulted when it comes to money. I only get insulted when it comes to time. I don't worry about you because you don't you can't give me enough money to satisfy me because I don't give a damn about it. Mm -hmm. You know, the love of money is evil. I don't love money. I love my family. Mm -hmm. If you waste my time is where we're going to have a problem, because now I could have been with my daughter, with my son, with my wife, hanging out, spending a couple hours with them. But you got me here thinking you got me here under the guidelines of money and wasted my time. And this is where we got to get established as artists. Don't waste my time. Yeah, you can fill the invoice out. But mm -hmm. when I get there, don't waste my time. Meaning there's no reason to be disrespectful. There's no reason to put me in a space where I'm uncomfortable. And I think artists, more artists need to do this. If somebody is booking you, go online and look their show up. What mm -hmm. kind of host are you about to deal with? It's some hosts who don't give a damn about you. Mm -hmm. they'll pay you get you there and when you get off stage they'll be talking about your outfit mm -hmm. man that brother's a real poet he got up here with the with the dress and and his pants you know and, and that's uncomfortable right so before you enter into a space you got to do your research not only on just the financial aspect of it but yeah. is it worth your time mm -hmm. does it benefit your brain does it go those does it go along with your artistry Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I ain't saying go broke doing it, but I am saying don't put your spirit in a space where money takes you somewhere that it doesn't want to go. Yeah. You can't pay me enough to come anywhere that I'm uncomfortable because the only thing that's going to happen is we're all going to have a bad time. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. So that's yeah. the only thing when it comes to money. It's like get paid. Get paid. Yeah. But like you said, with your brand and with your business, you got to have a certain mm -hmm. uh, a certain model mm -hmm. and you got to stick to it. Yeah. Simple as that.
Yeah, yeah. That's why that ex exploration call is so key and to know what to ask in that in that meeting, because um, uh, to your point, you, you want to make sure that you're comfortable first. Correct. You know what I mean? Um, so so and being comfortable with saying no. And hearing it. Not and hearing it. But saying, saying it. it and hearing, yes. But saying it is a jewel because you got to know when to say no. No, thank you. And there's a way to say no. Hey, uh, not at this time. No, thank you. I'm already booked. Whatever the case may be. If you're yeah. uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable. Period. If, you know, and, and, and I'm sure it happens with... um you know, men artists as well. But, you know, I caution women artists to just make sure, hey, when, when you're when you're going to this space, make sure you're comfortable. Make sure the person that's putting the, to the event on is not a grease ball. You understand what I'm saying? You know, yeah. like like make sure that and I take somebody with you. You know what I'm saying? Like take somebody with you, especially out of town gigs. Take somebody with you. You know, let make sure that the person that's yo, I don't need you to book my hotel room. I'll pay for my hotel out of my own budget. That way you're in a hotel. It ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. Nobody's putting you up in a room somewhere where they know where you are. This is how I operate. You understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. I've heard horror stories from artists. And my thing when entering into this space was to make sure the artist was always comfortable. Yeah. Meaning we together. If an artist from Virginia or D.C. trusted me enough to say I'll do spirits and lyrics in New York and they got in my vehicle and drove down with me, whether it's a, a, a young lady or a young man, you got to know that you with me. Yeah, we together. There's nothing that's going to happen to you. That's not going to happen to me. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah. A young woman it's even double that. Are you good? Yeah. You comfortable? You sure? Yeah. Do you want anybody to come with you? Would you like to get your own room? Are you good with this? Are you good with that? Because at the end of the day, it's all about how the artist feels. And they should artists should feel respected, protected, and comfortable. And they should be paid. Yeah. And that's the thing that you're advocating. That's what yeah. I'm advocating. But the artist has to understand. If mm -hmm. we set the standard, then nobody can go below it. Yep. Period. Period. We at The Poet Life are excited to invite you to be a part of something that we've all been longing for. For far too long, each and every one of us have been searching for a way to get connected with like-minded people, specifically poets who have the desire to make poetry their career. We've all heard more than once from more than one person that there is no money in poetry, this couldn't be further from the truth. Your poetry is invaluable. Allow us to show you how successful you can be with your poetry. Learn how you can go from being an individual poet to launching a business that offers poetry as a service. Join us as we build the poetry industry together. The Poetry Business Network that is made of poets from all over the world who are looking to start their career in the poetry industry or simply do more with their poetry. We will meet twice a week on a Zoom call every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
you will have the opportunity to meet and network with poets from all walks of life. You will also have the privilege of meeting and learning from the best professional poets in the world. Many of them have been guests on the Poet Life Podcast. We have also incorporated a book club where we read personal development books to help us change our mindset. In order for us to realize our greatness as professional poets, we must renew our minds. So, for just $1, you can check out the Poetry Business Network to see if you like it. We are confident that you will. If you choose to become a member after the first week, membership will be $79 a month. But if for whatever reason you don't, you can cancel at any time. There is no obligation. So, make the investment of just $1 and change the way you see and pursue poetry. We hope you become a part of the Poetry Business Network. Together, we can build the poetry industry. We also discuss a writer, as in <coughs> the document that explains uh, what I'm looking for when I get there, or even prior to me getting there. Um, is there a green room? Is there water? Uh, you, you know, it, again, you're training them how to treat you. You know, and um, uh, this is this is this is high level stuff. You know that that you deserve as an artist. And the thing is, uh, uh, I'm on a mission to to uh, build the help build the poetry industry. Mm-hmm. And there is no industry without professionals in said industry. Correct. You see what I'm saying? Like correct. Like. I, I I can't I can't do more without you winning. I need you to win. So me cheating you, doing you wrong, I'm cheating myself, doing myself wrong. You see what I'm saying? So I'm going to give you all of me, all of what I know, to make sure that you are fully equipped to go out there and win. Correct. You know, you know, this is what happened. I, I, the same thing that happens to you happens to me. Yeah. What happens is it sounds too good to be true. Yep. What is his angle? Yep. What does he want? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it what when you meet people on a genuine level, mm-hmm. the world has made people so uncomfortable with that. Transparency, honesty, and yeah. being genuine. The world has made people so uncomfortable with that. And it's no fault of their own because there are people we can take me. My parents weren't the best protectors and providers. Right. Mm. So what makes me believe that Kristoff is going to give a damn about me? Yeah. You understand? So what we have to do is we have to say, okay, with anybody who has hurt you, Mm -hmm. you gave them the rope. Yeah. Sometimes you got to give people who are saying, yo, man, I'm trying to lend you a helping hand. Mm-hmm. You got to give them an opportunity to help. Yeah. But the way you do that is you do your part. So you're not saying, yeah, man, come over here to poet life and I can do this, this and this. What you're saying is if you come over here to poet life, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the blueprint that I know to work. You got to work it. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I need for my time. This is what you're going to get back for your time. Mm-hmm. If you work this the way I'm telling you to work it, I'm guaranteeing you a profit of X. Yep. I'm guaranteeing you at worst, at excuse me, at least 
your business will be branded, trademarked, yeah. patent, whatever it needs to be. And yeah. even if I'm no longer in your life or around, you yeah. can take this blueprint and still continue to make money. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're saying the same thing. Yeah. But what you're doing is you've actually built it and put it together. Mm -hmm. So you're actually teaching a master class. What I do, I do one on ones face to face, up close and personal. I jump dead in your spirit for yeah. about a good two and a half hours and then we'll probably never see each other again unless you call me or yeah. unless we bump into each other what you're doing is you're saying i'm investing my time energy and effort mm -hmm. not only into this artist mm -hmm. but into this poet lifestyle period you are period. you are uh the the jeff bezos of poetry you're saying i see this thing even bigger than anybody else around me but guess what God gave you? God gave you the business acumen to actually view it that way. Like even the way you speak, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know you actually speak how your name sounds? <laughs> I, I, it, I haven't heard that before. Bro, listen. Christoph, someone named Christoph is not going to talk like me. Like, that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. He's going to speak exactly how you speak. Yeah. Tone, tactful, informative. You understand? That's a gift. So even in your namesake, it's a gift. Yeah. So regardless to what you were reaching for years prior to poor mm. life, it's what Ooh. you're destined to do. And it's in you. And all the things that you were building mm -hmm. has gotten you to the point now where you're able to be exactly who you are and unafraid. Nobody can scare you in that space. You're not you're not intimidated. There is nobody who could sit down and go, let me tell you about poor life. You'll be like, that was cute. Mm -hmm. Now, let me explain mm -hmm. because you've dedicated time, energy, effort, and finances to yeah. not only building the brand, but having the love and compassion to build the artistry. Yeah. That Poet Life Fest will yield in the DMV area a minimum of a hundred thousand people. It's coming. Yep. The beauty of it is you already know that. So what I'm saying to you is, man, this was a good class oh. for me because I'll be doubling back and tapping into a lot of the things that you're talking about as well. Because here's the truth. I don't always, I do business a certain way, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I've I've had to get the event space, be the host, be the mm -hmm. curator, mm -hmm. be security, be the doorman, be the janitor. I haven't do all these things in a suit and I never broke a sweat mm -hmm. because it is what it is. I don't had to go to the person who put the event on and ain't have my money right and explain to them like, yo, you know, when I get off the stage, I'm going to need my money. Mm -hmm. And they kind of hemming it high, but I'll quickly be my own security guard too. It doesn't matter, dog. I put the microphone down and tell the crowd good night, but I'm leaving with what I came here to get. Yeah. There's nothing that's going to change that. But the artist should not have to feel that way. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I'll sir. give you an example. I had a situation where an artist featured for us and they left without being compensated so as i'm you know i'm getting the money together i'm walking around i'm going you know you know where's the artist 
And they looking around, they like, oh, they left. So I'm calling them and, you know, they answer the phone. They're heading back to D.C. And I'm going, hey, how you doing? You know, um, you know, you left without your compensation. And what they said was, oh, OK, I, I didn't know. And I'm like, well, what do you what didn't you know? And they were like, well, you know, you had you know, you, you disappeared. I said, yeah, I was just getting the money together to, to pay you. Oh, I didn't know. Wait, has that happened to you before? Oh, yeah, that has. You know, the person just left. I didn't, you know, I didn't want, I said, listen, I'm going to drive to DC to bring you your money. You don't have to turn around. I'm coming to bring you your money. And when I got to him, I had to explain to him, listen, one, with me, you don't ever have to feel that way. Please don't ever feel like that. Anything that we're doing, please just know that you're going to be compensated. That's one. Number two is don't ever feel that way. If somebody owes you something, you get it. If it's a situation where it feels like they're going to be aggressive or they're trying to be harmful and you feel like you got to back out of it, you back out of it and then you call me and mm -hmm. we'll go get it. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying to you, but you should never as an artist feel like you have to um, lower your standard or make yourself feel insignificant or make yourself feel smaller or feel like I don't want to push this person. No, sir. No, ma'am. When you enter into the space, the level of respect is set high. I'm such and such, and I'm here to do such and such. Handshakes, eye contact. I'm going to curate this experience. When I get off stage, if you owe me some money, I expect my money. If not, then we're going to just go live right now, and we're going to tell my fans and people how you're behaving. See, we got the power of social media now. We have the power of just being verbal people don't want to be slandered people don't want their businesses harmed but the first thing you got to respect is you out the gate so that ideal of being an individual or an entity that's a shirt mm -hmm. for one mm -hmm. that needs to be displayed we need to see that individual or entity we need to see it it needs to be displayed on something because people need to start thinking Am I behaving as an individual or am I an entity? Because when an entity shows up, people automatically respect it. Automatic. When Steve Harvey show up, people stand at attention. Hey, Mr. Harvey, because he's an entity. Oh, you messed this up. Everybody going to know about it. Oh, you crossed Kevin Hart. Everybody going to know about it. But just because my name is uh poet artist number one and you think you're not gonna pay me or you're gonna mistreat me no the community got my back so when i say to the community hey that venue over there is treating artists wrong we shut the venue down that's what we do as a community we say okay well if that and now it got to be justified because it'd be a lot of foolishness sometimes mm -hmm. but if it's justified then we got to have people who go like Christoph says, all right, well, I'm going to go talk to Frank over at the water hole and mm -hmm. I'm going to call Luch and we're going to go together. And when we get over there, we can say, yo, Frank, man, you know, we had a couple artists come through here, man. They saying you're not paying them. What's going on? 
and Frank can give us his description mm-hmm. of how he feels about it. But at the end of the day, when we leave, we either leaving with the money or or we leaving with Frank. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying to you? So we got to establish these things. And I love to protect artists because it's important. So what you're doing, bro, yeah. you're protecting the artist. What you're yeah. doing is so valuable. I can't even really put it into words because as I started really like going through the different things, like, you know, I respect you and I follow you just on the guidelines of when we met, you were a man, you were a businessman, a family man. There was no ego involved. So mm-hmm. that's what I attached to a solid man. Mm-hmm. I ain't feel no, no sucker stuff. I ain't feel nothing. I just felt like you were a solid man and mm-hmm. I wanted to, be attached to that in the idea of he's a solid individual mm-hmm. but paying attention to what you're doing what you're doing is unmatched i'm telling you now mm-hmm. and it will yield millions for artists down the line i'm talking about mm-hmm. regardless to who sees it now you already see it and you mm-hmm. already know it and what you're saying is, I want to be a part of the first million dollar poet. That's it. I That's it. it. That's it. That's dope. When you leave this program, you have a full business. You have an experience that you provide your customers and clients. But third day, you'll also have a platform. We're creating your platform, whether it's a blog or podcast that you see how you're on this platform platforms draw people in to you you see what i'm saying and and it and it creates opportunities for you and others correct it makes you a thought leader in that industry automatically Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying if you have something if you have something to say correct right so so it 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 makes you well-rounded and um just all around man more valuable and 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 now you feel more confident and you finally know your worth those key points right there value and worth do you know them and that's the question that people need to be asked on a consistent basis value and worth do you know them because if you can't answer that question then no one else can answer it for you you have got to know your value and you have got to know your worth Mm -hmm. and the way you figure those things out is how much work Mm. are you willing to put in because value increases with work time and experience so if you saying i'm worth a million dollars improve it mm. put the work in raise your value yeah you was getting 150 now you want 350 mm. now you want 3000 put the work in but guess what somebody's going to challenge everything that you're saying you were 350 i'll challenge that mm-hmm. let me see mm-hmm. let me see you think you were 350 you think you were 3000 then let mm-hmm. me see so when you show up you better show up as that business mm-hmm. that you put on that paper. You better show up as that entity. Mm-hmm. You understand? You better show up as the individual who's ready to push and promote that business and entity. That's mm-hmm. you. 
And the beauty of being an artist, this is the beauty of it. You can actually be an artist and travel, the, um, you know, um, just a vessel, right? Yeah. yeah. Just a vessel needs her own TV show. Yeah. Because she will. what she's doing is showcasing how an artist can travel the globe doing what they love. Now, is just a vessel over in uh, Japan getting paid the same as she would be getting paid in America? Maybe, maybe not. But what she is doing is getting some exposure that you couldn't even put a dollar amount in. She's performing in multiple countries. The girl learned the language to perform in that country. Listen, she did spirits and lyrics over in several of these countries, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know how it felt to hear some kids in Russia doing the call and response in their language? There's no dollar amount that I could pay her for doing that. If I gave her a million dollars, she would laugh and be like, bro, you don't got to do that because that's not what she did it for. She did it the same reason you created Poet Life. Mm -hmm. It needs to be done. She did it the same reason I created Spirits and Lyrics and it was free for the first seven years. It needs to be done. It has to be done. If we're going to push the artistry, if we're gonna push artists, if we're gonna push this thing called poetry and spoken word to the next and highest levels, we have to do the things that need to be done. Mm. So the first thing that needs to be done for any artist listening to this is find out, do you want to be an individual or an entity? So I salute you, bro, for putting that platform and packaging together. Mm -hmm. And we need to push that even more yeah. because artists may not understand what that means but the way you break it down yeah. and not just breaking it down because i can break it down mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. but you put it back together mm -hmm. see now that's the flip side of what you provide you can break it down and now we're all we're sitting out here with all these scattered puzzle pieces mm -hmm. and then you would say okay now hand me that end piece mm -hmm. and now let's put it back together this way mm -hmm. right yep but that's what God gave you. He gave you the temperament to do that. Yeah. He gave you the thought process to do that. He gave you the name mm. to pull it off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It all goes together. Yeah. So I yeah. salute you on that. And my mind is like, I'm excited mm. because now you got me thinking about, because my team is always like, you know, you should really do these master classes and these different things like that. And sometimes I'm like, you know, um, you know, I'm a mentor so I can mentor the youth and I'm a mentor to some adults as well, but not on a um, public forum. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the people in my life are like, look, man, you know, more people need to hear your perspective on these things because you've been through so much. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but the ideal of it has always fascinated me and I've done it on a small scale, but I, I got to commend you on not only what you're doing, but the way you're doing it and the mm -hmm. vision. Cause mm -hmm. I see your eyes. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, this he see this thing, he see this thing on a multi-million dollar level. And yep. it's true because it's mm -hmm. coming. You know what it is, man. Um I just said to myself that I'm going to 
be the person that I needed when I was younger. That's that's it. Bro, listen. That's it. That right there is exactly my mantra to everybody. Like when you start when we talked and you said you really didn't have a mentor, you know the sad part about it is you didn't have a mentor for all the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And we understand that coming up, you, you know, you, you light, you got light eyes. Mm -hmm. That's a real deal in our community. Like people, you know, dudes won't really mentor you in anything. Right. Now nah, I don't want you, you don't need, you already got enough. You don't need no more. Right. But you talking about physical traits. I'm over here drowning and you hung up on some physical traits. Listen to me. I've always vowed to be more for others than individuals were for me. I'm going to give you the information. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt me to give you information. I can tell you any idea that I had. If you pull it off, congratulations. If you mm -hmm. feel like you stole it, congratulations. You didn't steal anything from me that God didn't give to me and can't give to me 10 times more. You can't take anything from me. The only thing an individual can possibly take of significance is life. Mm. And guess what? You leave the people behind hurt, but man, you just gave me what I needed. It's to be my spirit. So I'm chilling. Now, I'm sure my family and friends would be hurt if something happened to me, but I'm not afraid to go talk to God one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of that. That's exciting to me. It's exciting to me to finally meet a mentor who's going to answer my questions, who's going to give me guidance, who's going to pour into me. Who's going to say, hey, my son, sit over there and let me tell you the real facts about who you really are. Man, I would love to just sit and talk to God. So that doesn't scare me. What scares me is wasted time, wasted, wasted potential and hoarding information that I'm supposed to give away because God is telling me to give it away. I, that's who, that's my design. That's my purpose. My purpose is to make sure that if you say, Jeff, I'm drowning, I at least throw you a life raft and tell you how to use it. Now, I can't stay on this boat and keep pulling your ass in. Excuse yeah. the language. But I, what I'm going to do is make sure you got what you need. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get you back to this boat, get you back to shore. And I'm going to tell you, all right, now, I hope you learn from that. But this yeah. is the direction we're going in. Are you coming? You understand? So, man, I, I get excited. You know, when it comes to artists and artistry and I get excited when it comes to programs and platforms to build artists. But I got to be honest with you from the first time when I bought that hat, mm. that poet life and me and you both were in suits and we were in the back and we were talking and you were like, yeah, poet life. And I was like, man, do you know how big that like how vast that is? Mm. It's like you're standing in a lighthouse and you're yelling poet life across the ocean dog that's a life that's a lifestyle like you got the university you got the podcast listen so all i'm saying is every artist in america and across the world who considers themselves a poet of any form or 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 even a spoken word artist needs to be a part of the poet life mm. They need to sign up. They need to tap in the level of information that's dedicated to just them alone. They need to hear it yeah. because, yeah, there are platforms around who talk about poets and talk about poetry. And there are artists who go, I did this, I did this, but they don't have the time nor the know-how 
to mm -hmm. sit down and give the information. What you're saying is, I'm willing to give you the information if you're willing to come to the forum to get it. Yep. Beautiful. Yes. This is one. This is one last thing I'm gonna say, man. You know, uh, I was in an exploration call on Zoom yesterday with a uh, with a poet that was interested in uh, working with me as as regards to coaching. And uh, the last thing she asked was, "All right, so tell me, why do you think I should go with you?" Hmm. And I just smiled. And I smiled and said, um, "Well." Let me let me give you this other piece of coaching as well. Uh, and so I spoke in this is third person, third person. You are not in the business of convincing people mm -hmm. that you are great. You mm -hmm. are in the business of presenting yourself in an excellent manner. Mm -hmm. And if they see the value, they take part. Mm -hmm. So if you see the value, mm -hmm. great, but I'm not in the business of convincing you. See, so. yeah, that was, see, now that was perfect, right? But that's a great way to put it. I would have been like, don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? To my, my, my thing is, yeah. my thing is you're either interested or not. I, 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 I laid out the platter. Now, uh -huh. if, if you're not hungry, completely understand you might be hungry or you just might not like the food whatever it might be but like you said one respect my time mm -hmm. and allow me to move on if you're not interested so i can move on to the next person I well I, i'll tell you this much sometimes it's not a case of whether somebody likes what's being presented mm -hmm. they may not know it's good for them Right. Mm -hmm. So case in point, I'm not I don't eat meat anymore. Right. Yeah. But if you come to my home and I'm having a cookout, you would expect <laughs> chicken and ribs and different things like that. Right. But if you showed up and there was um, veggie platters and fruit platters and different impossible burgers and these things, mm -hmm. your initial response would be, why should I eat this? Now, I don't have to tell you why it's good for you. I don't have to tell you how expensive it was. I don't have to tell you what it's going to do for you. I can just simply say, well, hey, man, if you don't see the value in it, but the truth is they don't. Mm. People like what they like and they mm -hmm. understand what they know. The way you present things, mm -hmm. I think the average person would go, well, let me try it out. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you're saying, hey, there's no flash to it. There's no music soundtrack. It's Kristoff, mm -hmm. and it's what I know that can help you get to the next level. I think you, being you, will sell it every time. Because that's you, my, that's yeah. my whole point. I want to see, but the average person may mm -hmm. not. Gotcha. See, but because people don't, everybody don't talk like you. Yeah, but at the same yeah. time, I I want to make sure that what she got was. Don't be out there uh -huh. looking and being desperate. Correct. Correct. And that, I think that's, that's it. And I think she did get it. But she I think it. she signed up. Oh, she signed up when you first start talking. That See? and that's but that's what I mean, Jeff. That's what <laughs> yeah. I mean. I yeah. already know that you're interested. 
so 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 but but this to your point though this is to your point got it so what she did she gave you something that you asked her to give you mm -hmm. she asked you to do you what you're calling you said an exploration call exploration call and, yeah. okay mm -hmm. so in that call mm -hmm. is when we get all the yeah. details that we need so she gave you what you asked her for mm -hmm. she said okay well you're telling me about my value and my worth then what makes you valuable to me and you could have been an arrogant individual right. and been like oh no don't ask me about what i bring to the table right but you spun it mm -hmm. in a way where you said in this process you're going to know the value of something immediately yeah that's what you're teaching yeah. you're teaching value you're teaching worth you're teaching individual or entity yeah both need to know their value and worth mm -hmm. so i like the fact that she said that because what she did was she said well let me push back mm -hmm. now the beauty in it is you gave her the same energy i would have mm -hmm. asked the same thing yo crystal let me ask you a question bro i, I hear all of these wonderful things but listen seriously man before i tap in and sign up and all these things I mean, really, like mm -hmm. you don't want to make these things happen. And yep. mm -hmm. you and your energy and your spirit, you're not going to break stride. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be excited in your tone. You're mm -hmm. going to keep the same mantra. One, I'm confident in me. I'm confident in my other students reviews. Results. And I'm, there confident, you there and you I'm go. confident in you. That'll make me sign up just like she signed up yeah but yeah. but the, it, at the end of the day i think sometimes even when you're speaking to people mm -hmm. you may not even realize you're teaching yeah at the point of contact because you do it so often yeah but most people have not been spoken to the way you're speaking to them not sounding like a con man mm -mm. not sounding like a shyster not sounding like you're flirting not sounding like you want something extra, but mm -hmm. speaking in a way where I need you to listen, hear, acknowledge, sign up, and let's move forward. Yeah. It's yeah. dope, man. This is good, bro. Quality stuff, good. bro. This is good, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. This is this wasn't even an episode. This was just a dope a conversation between you and I. Like <laughs> we were in the living room chopping it up, man. And uh I appreciate your time. You know, yes, and uh, I wanted poets to get this knowledge from you for mm -hmm. the longest. But, you know, timing is, is, is perfect. You know what I mean? Correct. And it, things happen when and how they're supposed to. And so I knew it would happen. Um, and so so I'm glad it's happening now uh, as the second episode of season five, man. Season five. Uh, That's what's right. up yeah man so so listen um i gotta make it out there to to your event very soon i'm excited to be uh in the room with you once again how many years has it been bro what year was that uh we're in year 11. but what what year was that when you oh and I, that was um that was 2015. yeah because we had just started rocking that was when i that was seven years ago when i started the forward life that's what i'm trying to tell you like look one thing one thing about me i'm a visionary like like uh, i'm a, i'm the ceo of my core of my company yeah, yeah i'm the chief visionary officer like everybody else 
need to put the wheels in motion. But I can see it when you entered into that space. And I was like, yo, man. Uh, and I got I bought that hat. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, what is this? And he was like, yeah, poor life is my company. I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yo, yeah. do you like do you do you I know remember. like those two words together have never been put together? Do you know how hard it is to find something that hasn't been done in the in these two thousands? No, but so what's when I crazy, saw Jeff, it, I was what was crazy, Jeff? They've been poet's been using that hashtag for years. Uh-huh. And when I found that it's it was available, I was like, no, this is not possible. But but that's what that's what it goes back to an individual or an that's entity. It. Yeah. So individuals were using the hashtag for years, but now an entity owns it. You understand? So so when we talked about it, I'm gonna be 100 with you. In the industry that we're in, like I told you then, this is one of the dopest ideas I've ever. I say, yo, bro, do you know this is this this is ridiculous? But everything I said, you did like this. Yep. You mm -hmm. weren't surprised. You weren't surprised yeah. about no idea. Yeah. I threw out. You were like I, this. Yep. Then I wrote down Poet Life University. Poet yes. Life Academy, right. Poet Life Podcast. You're saying exact. I that has been already written down in 2015. Correct, and that's what I gathered from you. Is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I've been around a lot of ideas, but oftentimes people don't know how to make the ideas transition into business. Yeah. When we had that conversation, I already knew. Oh, this is a business. Mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. then once I and then once I start seeing like you recruiting artists to be brand ambassadors I'm like oh this guy mm -hmm. is moving right mm -hmm. and then your movements um you know the um I don't want to uh misquote it but I believe it's like uh cure, cure fighting, cancer. fighting cancer with poetry fighting cancer with yeah. poetry that was yeah. so powerful yeah you know what I mean? And then the brand ambassador for that being Oroville, his story was powerful. You understand what I'm saying? So I've watched the growth. Yeah. And the only thing I want to say, man, is like, yo, keep going, keep going, keep going. Even though I know you will. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like the ideas that you possess, that's even down the line that people don't even know about. Yeah. Keep running towards them, bro, because the artists need poet life. They need what you're doing. They need someone on their side who's going to mm. be building them, encouraging them, taking them from an individual to an entity, showing them the difference between value and worth and getting them to understand their value and worth and then showing them they can be compensated for it. Not just today, but years to come. So kudos to you on that, man. And I, and I can't stress that enough. So if anyone is listening to this broadcast, I appreciate you tuning in. But make sure you tap in, mm. right? So any link you got to push to subscribe to Poet Life, anything yeah. you got to dive into to become a part of Poet Life, do it. And let me explain something to you. Whatever price point is put on the academies, the universities, the classes, the master classes, ask yourself this. Is it worth paying one fee one time and getting paid for a lifetime or not paying the fee at all? And running this race, not getting compensated for your value, time, and worth. You got to answer that question. We can't answer it for you. But I will implore you to push the damn button. Because I'm going to push it. <laughs> My God. Jeff, Mr. Luciano. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. 
I appreciate you so much, man. Um, listen, uh, I'm going to stop now because I'll keep on going. We'll keep on going yeah, sure. for another hour. <laughs> listen, everybody, it's the Poet Life Podcast. I am Christoph Jenkins. Uh, if you need more information about everything that we have going on, go to thepoetlife.com. If you need some gear, go to poetlifegear.com. But like uh, we've been saying here, if you're looking to do more, I say do more because not everybody wants to create a career out of it. So if you want to do more with your poetry and or create a, uh, a career in poetry, reach out to us, follow us on Instagram, The Poet Life. And uh, uh, listen, I'm just excited about the future, man. I'm excited about this year. It's something about 2022. It's like the year of opportunities and destiny, you know? And so, um, again, I'm going to stop right there because I'll continue to keep on going. Mr. Luciano, where yes, can sir. they find you and what you got going on, man? Listen, man, you guys can find me right at uh, at Hazel Luciano. Um, Spirits and Lyrics on IG as well. Facebook, Silent Treatment Tainment on IG and Facebook. We got a lot of different shows coming up now that, you know, I guess coronavirus is a thing of the past they finally uh, allowing us to get back outside. So just stay stay connected with us for show times and different shows in different states. Um, me on a personal level, um, I got a, my master class coming up, my free write master class. I'm also going to be tapping in with my brother here mm -hmm. so we can put together that hosting master class. And um, I have my book, uh, Free Write. I'm re-releasing this book because um, some individuals who wanted a copy did not get a copy and people have been hitting me up. But I'm also preparing for my free write one man show. Um, and it's an experience, man. It's going to be a dope opportunity. I'm actually coming to the platform as an artist. So I'm tapping back into my artistry side. I want to show showcase what I can do on that level. And plus, I feel like it's time for me to give myself an opportunity to breathe and get out here and kind of, you know, knock the cobwebs off, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm excited about that. Um, also. Uh, on Instagram, I'm at, at the healthy hustler one. That's where we sell all our sea moss and elderberry products, uh, different things for your health. Um, that's, you can reach out and tap into me about that. Um, but most importantly, if you get anything out of this conversation, just get these two jewels. One is if you're in search of a mentor or an organization that can help you with your artistry and is not trying to take away from you, you need to tap into poet life, mm -hmm. right? If you're looking for an individual who's going to give you some information raw, right off the cuff, I don't need or want or desire anything from you. Reach out to me. Hit me up. I will challenge you on this, though. If you want to speak to me and talk to me about different business ideas and different things like that, I don't have a problem with it but you have to be prepared to listen. Mm. All right. I'm not going to spend my wills. I will pour into you whatever God pours into my spirit to pour into yours, but I'm not going to spend, spend my wills and I'm not going to waste your times. And I don't want my time wasted either. All right. So I thank you. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the energy. I appreciate the effort. And 2022 is the year for big things to happen, mm. but you have to be tapped into your spirit. Mm -hmm. Take some time and pray, take some time and meditate, 
Take some time and just give God praise. Gratitude should be your attitude and it will get you to the next level. I promise you that. Don't worry about you no know, fake haters. Don't worry about evil. Don't worry about negativity. Keep your eyes focused and on to the source which comes with your health. And I'm guaranteeing you that everything will work out just fine, even when it feels like it doesn't. All right. So that's all I got, bro. Salute you once again, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for the opportunity. And from me to you, my guy, salute and keep going. There's nothing else to say. It's the Poet Life Podcast. Y'all have a good evening and we're out. Mm. Find a way. Find a way.